0: Hello and welcome back to the Passion Podcast. Today's episode is with Yvonne, the founder of the Net Exfoliator, a traditional exfoliating tool used in Ghana for many years. Sourced from her homeland, she wanted to bring this bathing tool to the West to introduce more people to the wonderful powers of the traditionally named Sapo. It's hit the market by a storm and has been featured in many publications, including GQ, Stylist, The Sunday Times, The Washington Post, Pure Beauty, Glamour, and Women's Weekly. In this discussion, we cover her journey with the net, how it gained traction, and how earlier this year she made the same amount of sales in one hour as had been made the whole year prior. We talk all about the importance of supportive partners. And reinvesting into your business, as well as how Yvonne manages to balance work, life, and entrepreneurship, as well as several side hustles. She's a true superwoman, and this conversation really was one of my favourites so far. I love Yvonne's way of thinking. Her positive attitude, combined with a logical and practical approach, makes for a wisdom packed conversation that I know you're going to love. So, without further ado, Let's get into the show. Hello, Yvonne. Welcome to the podcast. Thank
1: you Hello. so much. Oh, thanks for having me. It's such an honour. Ah,
0: how
1: are, you? <laughs> how are you? How are I you? I am. bank holiday? So good. Um, bank holiday was really good. It was my husband's birthday, so we spent a bit of time at home just chilling. We went out for brunch on Friday. But this weather is such a downer. And you'd think that, like, I'd be used to it by now haven't mm. lived in England for a while but I'm, I'm still just like how is, this, how is this spring? You're
0: from Australia am I right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. so you're used to like nice. Beautiful
1: sunshine. weather, 85% of the year. <laughs> really? You, what, what drove you to move to England? Well my husband's half British so his mum's okay. Aussie, his dad's um, English, he grew up here, he was born in Australia but we met in Australia and we were going to we just sort of came because we were like, do you know what? It'd be really, really cool to Get come to England rain. and travel. And like, you can't travel in Australia the way you can travel here.
0: Oh, really? So like,
1: yeah, because we're so far from everything. So for our honeymoon, we did a four-week honeymoon because we wanted to come all the way over here.
0: So like, oh,
1: wow. We just, like the, the fact that you can just pop over to France on a long weekend. This is, is it. unheard of in Australia. Do you know what I mean? So Not right like, now, though oh i know i know i know know. know, but but hopefully soon fingers crossed so yeah we moved here just because it was like a great chance to travel pursue a few little dreams we had and just um have a bit of fun and then we thought after two years when the my visa runs out we'll go back five years later here we still are
0: oh amazing (laughs) That yeah. actually happened to my um, my old colleague. She was the same. She was yeah. just like, I want to go to England and I want to check out, yeah, a few of the European cities and yeah. yeah. Actually, she recently moved to Amsterdam, but that oh, was wow. visa stuff. But yeah, she's super okay, happy yeah. this side of the yeah. world.
1: Yeah. So you always start just as like, we just thought, oh, it'll just be a bit fun. And then like obviously you make friends and you're you sort of set your life up here and then all of a sudden you start, oh yeah. I don't know if we're ready to go home or if it's time for this season to end or not, so do, do you still think here? <laughs> you'll ever go back to Australia? Um, probably would, yeah, because like right now it's fun because it's just me and Izzy, so mm-hmm. we've been married for like seven years at the end oh, of this year, so wow. it's just fun, it's an adventure, we don't have any kids, we don't have any pet, we have no responsibilities. Amazing, <laughs> you know? other than so your, we,
0: your businesses, which are like yeah. your babies
1: exactly but they we they're sort of set up so it doesn't matter where in the world we are we could still run them um Perfect. but yeah i think if we had kids and stuff i'd want like i didn't grow up with my grandparents because all my grandparents were in ghana and i grew up mm. in australia mm. so if we had kids and um we settling down i'd love to be closer to both of our parents who are um in the middle east and australia but hopefully oh, both God. will be all of them will be in australia soon so yeah i think we would want to go back
0: <clears throat> which part of the middle east Dubai. Oh Dubai, cool. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm half Egyptian, so no, yeah. nobody's so stunning. Oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I feel that with, with the family, because yeah, I mean I'm half Egyptian, half Irish. So all of Mum's wow. family, well, Mum's family actually a lot of them like immigrated from they left Ireland and they kind of yeah. dotted everywhere. And then mm. all of my Egyptian side, other than my dad are still in like their same place in Egypt. Wow. So, yeah. so do
1: you speak Arabic?
0: Shweya, a little bit. Okay. Not oh, not nice. really, no. Do you?
1: My... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. But I think like, just because like, my parents have lived in the Middle East. I'm, I've, we've been there like six times or something like that. So we're, we, we're quite used to hearing it swanking around us and stuff. But I just think it's such a cool language. <laughs>
0: yes, I want to learn. It is on my bucket list of things to do. But right now, I'm nice. learning Spanish because I'm, I'm actually living in Spain. Yeah, so, amazing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm. Working on that first one, one at a time, you know. One, at, yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> so much to do, so little time to do it all. Oh, literally, <laughs>
0: we only—I was saying that to you today. Yeah, had like many. I call them get to dos now, though. It's this nice. like I've rephrased it because.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, lists, great, mm. like, yeah I, I get do. to do list. That's great, isn't it? Like, yeah, because we do. We take
1: list. we we take for granted the things that we get to do like the, ch- the fact that we have choices and the fact that we actually have so much to do the fact that we can get into a car and do all those things we need to do the fact that we've got money to do them yeah people would kill to be in our position but we yes. just were so used to doing it, we're just like oh i can't believe i have to do this again i know and it's
0: like yeah literally like i mean yeah our maybe our parents or grandparents or you know even you know different people would wish to mm, have our lives so. absolutely we are definitely lucky. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to speak to you. Well, actually, one thing I've got to ask you, because you told me yeah. that you tried, <laughs> you tried the M&S trifle. How was it? Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> it was good. It was good. But I don't know. Um, when I was a kid, my mum used to make trifle a lot. I know it's like British, and she's not. So maybe it's not the proper way, but she used to put jelly. In it, yeah. And the m s travel didn't have any jelly, and it felt was like jam. What? No. It was like not... a raspberry jam. Surely not. No, it stuff. has to have jelly. Jelly. No, it didn't. <gasps> Wait, let me think. I'm so sure it didn't have jelly because the whole time I was eating it, I was like, "Where's the jelly? Like, you know? where's the j- fruit and jelly?"
0: I can't lie. After I said to you that it was the best trifle, I actually think in my head I was thinking of the Sainsbury's Taste the Difference trifle. Oh, okay, Let I'll, try that, one next. Next. Okay, that's I'll try that. And that's definitely jelly. So, yeah, so maybe okay. you can yeah, no. get on onto that.
1: You know what? I'm not. I'll, I'll try that one too. <laughs> okay. I'll make a decision until I've tried it. But I just, like, while I was eating, I was like, mm, I wonder if I could. Maybe I could make this better. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I don't wow! Want to make oh my gosh! I don't want else to work. <laughs> geez girl I mean you've just but it's not that hard is it really
0: no I mean it depends what you define as because like custard making from scratch like yeah it's
1: not easy but yeah but I mean no really it's just a bit
0: (laughs) ah okay I see (laughs) I see you little
1: no, in. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Nobody will know. <laughs> no one will know. Yeah, no, it was good. It really was good. But I did, I was wondering where the jelly was. But okay, so yeah, maybe. I, I wouldn't not, if someone bought it for me, I wouldn't say no. Yes. Will I go and buy it myself? yes I would okay <laughs> because of laziness but, but if I was really feeling in the mood to like wow someone at a dinner party or something I'd, I'd just make it myself you'd
0: you'd get mama's recipe yeah. and you'd, yeah you'd go with yeah. that okay cool yeah absolutely. maybe maybe we can get the um the Ghanaian trifle recipe <laughs> <with you. laughs>
1: barely eat dessert let alone trifle yeah. <laughs> the sweetest thing I've ever tried yeah um, I'll, I'll check with Mum what the recipe is I yeah. do that often I'm like mom can you just like just send me a recipe I just need to make it the way you used to make it so exactly no problem
0: love that I'd love to learn a little bit more about net and Mm. just about you in general because as I sort of said to you this podcast is all about passion and following your dreams and doing the things that makes you happy and lights you up and I saw you on Lucy's channel and I just (laughs) I, I really vibe with your energy there. And I thought you seemed, you, you, I mean, you were talking obviously about net and it seemed like something that you were super passionate about. And I think I'm really interested in that as well that you've created a product that is really sort of tied to a heritage in some way because mm. obviously, yeah, I'll let you maybe explain what, what it's all yeah, about where it all began.
1: Yeah. So um, NET is an exfoliation sheet. I don't know how else to put it. That's a, the easiest way to explain it. It's sort of like you use essentially just like you use your exfoliation gloves or mitts or the shower puff, but it is a lot, a lot, lot more effective than any of those tools. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the queen it is actually of
0: exfoliators.
1: Rig- yes, it is. It is the absolute queen of exfoliators. And it's actually originally from Ghana. So I didn't create the Um, the product, but it's something that's been in Ghana for years, so my grandma had one, my mum had one, me and my sisters had one when we were kids. Um, It's just always been a part of the bathing culture in Ghana, Mm. but nobody really knows it in the Western world. I've never seen one. No, most people have never seen one before. Even, um, I actually thought when I started, I was like, oh, maybe other Africans would know of it, but none of my African friends who weren't specifically from West Africa, had ever heard of it Mm. so um so yeah net has been around for ages and um is it actually called a a net no it's traditionally called a sapper a sapper sapper yeah but i didn't want to have to like keep like repeating it to people and how to say it (laughs) so i was just like i'm (laughs) renaming it i'm rebranding it (laughs) (laughs) we're starting again sapper (laughs) <laughs> so we usually got it in all the time it's called a supper the word a supper way, actually a means like basically a
0: initiation right yeah so <laughs> I
1: just thought it looks like a net I like what, what I was actually listening to a podcast and it was um the girl who started Spanx and she was like when you're thinking of a name for your business keep it short keep it sharp keep it sweet and actually people have psychologically have found that the the um sound like the x sound so usually ks in words is like people really like it like we, it rolls off our tongue easily nice. so for ages i was trying to find a word that had that like ks or x sound at the end and i just couldn't like nothing seemed to fit so eventually i went with net because i was like that is exactly what it is, it is it's, a, it's it's a net it exfoliator says. yeah yeah um, <laughs> i love it and so yeah i just thought if i can't find the word with the x thing in it then just keep like Make sure that's branded so people know exactly what it is. It does what it says. It just ex- it explains the whole product. So we end- I ended up going with Net Exfoliator. Um, but yeah, it's been around for generations, literally. Um, but nobody had actually introduced it to the Western world per se. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I thought. Then mum told- showed me something. She's like, actually, look at what this girl is doing. And I was like, oh, no. Somebody's already brought it out. I can't bring it out as well. Okay. And so I was telling my husband, and he didn't even bat an eyelid. He like barely even looked at me. He was just like, Audi, Toyota, Mercedes. And I was like, Okay, I get it. I get it. He's like, if you are gonna let someone else having done it stop you, then if that was the car industry we'd only have one type of car that's like to how this day. boring
0: would that be Exactly. driving around in an old the exact Toyota. same car yeah <laughs>
1: so um so yeah he like he actually really encouraged me to do it but then like the usual you know you can always find an excuse as to why you can't start it I like, I'm too busy with work or this mm-hmm. or that or this um and then for my 30th birthday it was you know I think a lot of time it comes down to money doesn't it you're just like oh, have to take it out of my savings to start this business and this huge expense to start business and stuff and on my 30th birthday my parents gave me some money because they couldn't come over to be with me um both my parents and my sisters actually and so I took uh part of that money did what every mature 30 year old woman does bought a designer handbag and then realized that you know what I have no excuses left I have the money there I can either use it to go on a holiday or I can start this business, I can put my money where my mouth is and actually start the business. Incredible. Um, so my birthday was in June. In August, I started everything and I set myself a launch date of December 2019. I was like, I don't care what happens. On the 1st of December 2019, I am launching this business. And I told a few friends so that they – it was like I couldn't back out, like sort of to Amazing. hold me accountable. Um, and, yeah, I just just did it, 1st of I December – we I launched <laughs> so, you yeah, did so
0: it. 1st of December 2019 yep so and from August 2019
1: then, until 1st December 2019 Yep. gave myself four four or five months to launch that since it.
0: then as you probably won't do it I'll big you up you've been featured in GQ <laughs> the Stylist the Sunday Times Washington Post Pure Beauty Glamour Women's Weekly yeah how, how has all of this happened what 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 does that journey look like? Do You know, do you work with PR? Do, yeah, how, does, how yeah. does that process work?
1: Well, actually, for the first year, I didn't. So from December 2019, when we launched, all the way until December 2020, we just had like a slow, steady sale. So it was mostly just family and friends buying. You know when like family and friends love you and they're just like, poor thing, let's support her. <laughs> so <Yeah>. most... <laughs>
0: most of my sales were that sorry what were you saying my my auntie every every week that I launch I release my new podcast I get a nice long message from my auntie like it was amazing like thanks no like I I need you need that your friends and family they're
1: the core they've got to like bring you
0: up and then yeah
1: Absolutely. One of my best friends, um, Julia, she lives in Perth, Western Australia. She actually bought the first net. And I was like, even to this, I'm like I was sat on the train, I just launched that morning. I was going out for breakfast afterwards, sat on the train, and I saw my first sail come through and I cried on the train. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so and that was Jewel. So I've always been like one day something something Jill's gonna get some something to like commemorate that that she gave me my first sale I don't know what it is yet but one day yeah um so yeah it was like the whole year it was just family and friends um buying it um maybe like one or two friends of friends buying it. I think actually my first sale of someone I didn't know was actually Lucy oh um wow. and then and that's how we connected. Supporting small yeah boys. so I didn't actually know her and because I didn't grow up here I don't have like a lot of connections apart from the people i've met in the first i've only been here for two years at that time okay so um i was sort of like looking at oh how do i get my product out how do i get more people to know and i was sort of thinking oh maybe influencers might be good so i actually slid into her dms and be like was like oh i'd love to send you a new product if you like it you could share it and stuff and she was like no I'm going to buy it. And I was like, oh, like, you really don't have to. I'm like, I'm happy to send it to you. And she's like, no, no, no. And then she bought it. So she was my first sale of someone I didn't actually know. Love um, that. So yeah, so for that whole year, it was just, it was just slow. It was all right. Nothing, nothing to write home about, but mm-hmm. it was just, I guess it was a good training ground because I was just sort of like learning what, what, what did it actually take to start a business and all that sort of stuff. And then um at the end of December, 2020, my husband was like, hey, babe, maybe, I think that this um, business has real legs and I think that if you don't do something with it, um, you could miss out. Someone else could do the same thing and they maybe have a bit more money behind them and they'll just, they'll take the market share that should have been yours. Mm, um, that's the kind so
0: of like, partners we need. Yeah, know. yeah,
1: absolutely. I always say the partners of small business owners are the real MVPs. Like he has packed more nets, post, been on more post office runs, awesome. done all the marketing, redid my website, everything. Wow. Like so, I could not do it without him. Really? Is it a joint
0: venture in, to some degree? I
1: think it? it is, but he refuses to take any credit for it. So even okay. like when I write, like when I, we did our the um the p PR, the press release and wrote about it I was like oh we could put like Yvonne and Izzy he was just like no 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 this is so, oh wow that's amazing so just do you so I was like okay fine. Um, we do fight about it sometimes though, but <laughs> that's the way it is. Or, I've opened a cat of worms there. Because <laughs> I, I think he should take some credit for it, but he just flat out refuses. That's what the fight's about, not anything Well, <laughs> No, no, no. That, I mean, that's amazing.
0: I guess, yeah, it was your idea. It's your passion and he's yeah. just supporting you because it, it makes you happy and he wants to see yeah. you thrive, which is Absolutely.
1: Awesome. So yeah, so in December last year, so that's only what, four or five months ago, he was like, babe, I really think you need to take this up, step this up, I think you need to look into PR, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, all right, so I did a bit of research, and I looked around um, at PR, because I didn't really know much about PR at the time, I didn't know how it worked, I just didn't know, mm-hmm. um, but his background is in marketing, so he, he knew enough, I think he was just like, I think this is the next best step for you. So I looked around, I got a few quotes. I had a few chats with PR companies and all of them came back super expensive, which is fine. That's, that is the cost of PR. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was more than, I didn't have the money in the business firstly. Like I had not have that money. Yeah. When only your um, friends and family have been. Yeah, exactly. Like my biggest sale was my mother-in-law where she bought 10 in one go. And she was basically like, when it comes to someone's birthday, I'll send you their address. Just send one to them. And that, that made, that allowed me to buy my new packaging for it. So you're like, it, it really was it, a small. It
0: was being reinvested. Yeah, every yeah, Every yeah.
1: single time. So I was like, oh, this is like. There's no way I can afford this, babe, and I don't want to take it out of our savings. Mm. So he was like, look, why don't you just do it? Look into it, and then we'll worry. We'll we'll talk about the money afterwards. So I looked into it a bit. Found a few PR agencies. None of them were really. They just. I guess maybe they just didn't believe in the product or I don't know what it was, but they, I wasn't, I, I'm really big on relationships. So I don't mean like we have to be best friends straight away, but I do love like people that I can talk to easily people that I can, um, you know, just have a laugh with, even if we've just met sort of thing. So it's all, it is very relational based. So i talked to a few and I just, I wasn't getting the right vibe from them. Great people did great at their job. Just wasn't the right fit for me. And so, um, So yeah, I was I was sort of like on the edge of giving up and stuff. And then I talked to Lucy and she told me about Lucky 8PR. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me let me give him a call. And so I I gave Amy a call and I was actually lay on my couch, which I looked over there because it's right there.
0: <laughs> and we couch. were
1: yeah, we were just we just had this great chat, talked about Australia, talked just talked for Trials. ages. Yeah, probably. I don't even know. But we just talked and it was so, like, she was just so easy to talk to. I'm like, this is my sort of girl. And so I, so yeah, so she, we had that chat and then um, she gave me the quote and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be so typical of a small business owner, but I'm like, it's just too expensive. Mm. And she was like, do you know what? Give me a moment. Let me go back and talk to my, to the girls that I work with and come back to you. And that was the first person who'd actually considered the fact that, it was too expensive for me, and they could they they could try and do something. Whereas all the other places had been like, "Oh, okay, well, why don't you come back when you've got the money?" Oh, and I was like, wow. "Oh, okay, no worries." Which yeah. I get, like, there it's not like it's not like some small business or anything. And neither is Amy, but I just it just felt like she cared, like she actually really believed in the product and she wanted to work with me. Um, so yeah, so that's what we did. We ended up going back to her because she came back with a price, and I was just like, you know what, let's do it. Let's Let's yes, take the yes. plunge. So on the 4th of January this year, we essentially started the PR. So o- the four only the 4th of January that you started? Yeah, yeah so just after we turned one. Amazing. So I was like, okay, so let's do this. Four weeks is what we can afford. We're going to go for it. Okay. And so we started. So it went all the way until the 4th of February. And it had been great. Like you said, all those magazines, all those publications, that's what were a result of those, In those four weeks. weeks yeah and so it was fantastic for um brand awareness and getting the net like the net out there but it hadn't um resulted in a lot of sales which I was aware of I knew that PR doesn't necessarily equal sales. It had had some sales, but not huge amounts. But mm-hmm. people were starting to know about the brand. So I'd gone from like 200 um, followers or 300 followers on Instagram to like almost 700. Like I'd almost doubled it in that wow, amazing in that time. So I was like, oh, this is this is cool. This is cool. This is working. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it got to the fourth of February, and it was, it was like we were done, and it, nothing huge had happened. But there was definitely a lot more awareness of the brand. And mm-hmm. so unfortunately I was like, oh, I, don't, I can't really afford anymore. Maybe I'll take a break and then maybe towards the end of the year I'll, I'll look at doing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I decided on the 4th, you know, we're going to take a break. It was, I think it was like a th- Friday or something. Sunday morning I woke up and my phone had, was like going off like every minute I was getting the sale. And I was like, what the oh, heck? Wow. The night before I had put a TikTok up thinking – I just can't deal with this. I'm just putting it up and I'm going to bed because I, I have to get up early to, on Sunday morning and I don't have time for this. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I put it, <laughs> I put this TikTok up. Wake up to something like 300 sales, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've gone viral on TikTok! Amazing. <laughs> and it. I was, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at my TikTok. There was barely any views. I'm like, oh. It's definitely not TikTok. And then like Amy the um, um, from Lucky 8 called oh. me and she's like, Yvonne, have you heard? And I was like, heard about what? She's like, um, India Knight has written an article about the net in Sunday Times Style Magazine. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's what all the sales are about. I'm like, yeah, I've heard. I've got like sales coming in every single oh, minute, definitely. literally. And this was and the most so,
0: sales you'd ever had as a, as a bit.
1: But yeah in, in, such a I think in about time. an hour I made as many sales I've made the whole year <laughs> so wow. like, it was amazing so I like it was absolutely mind-blowing so that happened on Sunday and it just kept going all the way through the week um and even now we're still seeing sales come through from Sunday times because obviously we put up on the website where did you hear about Net? and so okay, people great. actually put it put down where they heard about net again all so easy you thoughts, know not me <laughs> um, and so we so... know exactly where people are coming from and um <clears throat> yeah they're still coming in from the Saturday time. so that was sort of like the article that launched net
0: i think there's so yeah. a strong message in that because i think sometimes when we're putting so much out there and working really hard and you know you're you know you're really putting all of your energy into making this Mm. thing happen and and I'd love to talk about a little bit more as well because I know this isn't your only thing you you're still working a job and I know you've got a couple of other kind of side (laughs) hustles or passion projects that you work on and I think it it goes to show that it's not always your I think in the end like with Lucy recently right she's just got into self Selfridges right which is incredible and
1: that's amazing
0: it's amazing and that's obviously a reflection of all the hard work that she's put in over this time and it doesn't come to you overnight but yeah it shows just keep persisting because
1: yeah
0: what can happen in such a short space of time and I I hope that continues for you as well and I'm sure it will and I'm sure you're going to continue to invest in in those marketing channels but yeah be good to talk about what you do now and how how do you juggle it all like how do you make the time for this thing especially maybe when in the earlier days when you know all of your sales were just coming from your family and friends like were there times where you thought there's nothing in this idea like I'm just gonna put it to bed
1: yeah um no actually I feel like that Back then, I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's so much scope. The possibilities are endless." Now I'm sort of just like, "Oh, I can't do this. <laughs> way, <laughs> way, way out of my depth. What if it doesn't oh. last? Like, it's it's so weird. Like, I really thought I was so much more excited about the possibilities. Now that it's happened, I love it. I'm so excited. Don't get me wrong." but now I'm just like, oh, this is what running a business is. Mm. (laughs) Not not the fun that I was having, you know, maybe, maybe doing one Instagram post every week, or maybe checking Mm. my emails. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to wake up to all these emails and actually answer every single one of them. (laughs) It is so much work. And I work full-time, like you said. Um, Lucky for me, I'm actually part-time furloughed at the moment. So Okay. literally could not have happened at a better time. So I get 3 days a week where I'm at home and I can just focus on net Perfect. and then 2 days a week when I'm at work where I need to really focus on work which yeah. is like a, bit of a balancing act. But yeah, no, I um I work as an event planner for a church oh, in North of yeah. England, yeah. So I we run four conferences a year. The smallest one's about a 1, thousand people. The biggest one's about 8,000 women in Leeds Arena. So it's, they're huge conferences. Um, but we've had to obviously cancel all of them be- the last because year.
0: Because of Corona.
1: Because of, yeah, COVID, because we cannot, just can't have 8,000 women in a, yeah, in, a no. in an arena. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything is starting to happen again. So it's getting a little bit busier. So it has been a real um, juggling act and just trying to figure out how to, um, how to make sure that when I'm doing that I'm doing that and when I'm at work I'm honoring the fact that I'm supposed to be at work so I'm focused on work so that's been a real interesting um juggling act and I've just hired someone to work part-time well yeah a few hours every week for me so that I can focus at work when I'm at work knowing that she's got um the net stuff covered the net stuff covered yeah so it's I'm really just learning as I go like I am like I, I look, I am organized because I'm an event planner. I have been for like the last ten years, so that's a planning super organized
0: <laughs> job. I have yeah. To...
1: So I am, but I'm still, I'm definitely a little bit out of my depth with this because running a business is a is a different ballgame. game. <laughs> like no amount of organization sometimes cuts it. So but
0: that's I think so like refreshing to hear, especially for people listening to this who you know perhaps want to start their own product based business or mm-hmm. any kind of passion project in any way that everyone who embarks on this journey. I think I, I definitely had this preconception before of, you know, people doing the things that they love. Like they yes. had it all sussed out. They, <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> the biggest yeah. joke,
0: isn't it? They know yeah. what they're doing. They've got all the support they need and all of those yeah. things. But that's the common theme that I've seen in yeah. this podcast. Like, and you know, Lucy's podcast is named very aptly for that. Like we're all doing yeah. it, right? And yeah everyone's just trying to learn a bit from this person a bit from this person that's why I love absolutely
1: and yeah
0: conversations because you get to learn from other people on those similar paths to you
1: yeah absolutely I think like that's if like you're saying that's a really big thing to take away it's like nobody like very few people really really know what they're doing we're all just learning as we're going along Mm. so if that's making like people feel intimidated I could never because they just seem to have it Nobody has it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no one we're, has it, girl. We're all try, yeah,
1: we're yeah, Just yeah. try to figure it out. Like when, when, the article happened, um, went live. I got something like oh, almost a thousand sales in a matter of a month. A, a month, yeah. And I had about twenty-five pieces of stock Ooh. in the country. Oh, so like, and they, and they come from
0: Ghana. They come from Ghana. Right? Yeah.
1: And obviously, my packaging is all made here and down in Dorset, but all it, it all had to be made. So, like I, you have never seen. I have never been so anxious in my life. Like I, I lost sleep because obviously mm. people were buying, and because obviously there was a bit of momentum, I didn't want to shut the website down no. because I was like just lose this sort of you can't just shut down this sort of momentum well actually my husband was like you cannot shut it down so yeah. we did get to a point where we had to put sold out and tell people that we'll be back in stock soon and all this stuff but we I was genuinely like so anxious for about four weeks because people were waiting for their product and I had no stock in the country mm-hmm. and then obviously I placed my order and it was meant to come in five days it took almost three and a half weeks to end up getting all the stock. But then because of the time with uh, um, getting the packaging made, because all the packages um, is custom made specifically set- for net, okay. um, that there was also a bit of a, a time, like a, a difference in time between that getting made and the, and the stock arriving. So it took me almost seven weeks to fulfill all the orders. Oh my so goodness. it wasn't like, there was nothing smooth about it. Yes. <laughs> was yes. This is not a smooth process. I was process. genuinely totally wingy. I had no idea what I was doing but it worked out and like I think the important thing like we kept I kept in touch with all my customers like literally sent an email every week to update them where we are oh it's sat in customs now oh don't worry we've we've just they've just arrived we're we're, we're packing them this week they'll be in the post to you by the end of the like week I kept them um, say- informed every single step of the way mm. but Did it's, you, say it, that, you just have to learn
0: <clears throat> yeah I was going to say would you say that's a, an important thing when dealing with you know a, a product-based business to make sure to keep your customers kind of informed and in the loop when you face those kind of challenges because I feel like yeah even like when I order let's say an uber uber eats right and yeah <laughs> and, and it's gonna be late I'm like I'm so angry if it's not there at the time, but if they just yeah. like send me a little notification that's like, oh, you're going to totally. be 10 minutes late," You're like, oh, okay. Like I'll do something yeah. else in that time.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Like I am so big on customer service. Like I will go, if I go, like, I know it's very American to tip, but if the service is great, mm-hmm. I will absolutely tip. Like I just, it means so much to me that you would appreciate my custom. Mm-hmm. And so that's essentially what I wanted um, people who bought the net to feel it's like you don't understand how much this means to me that you've bought this. Like you've literally made my dreams come true, but I just don't have your stuff yeah, right cool. now. Where, <laughs> I just want to keep you
0: updated. <laughs> where do you think that comes from? That kind of gratitude within you for th- that oh, custom?
1: That's a good, that's a good <laughs> question. I've never really thought about it. Um, yeah I just I don't know like I mean maybe I think maybe it comes from I like I'm a Christian so like for me like a lot of um I just always think that everything I am like everything I have is a gift from God so everything nothing is just because I'm great at it or that I managed to make it happen it's all a gift and so there is that sense of the foundation of what I believe, Everything is that there, has to be gra- there has to be gratitude, like nothing is because you're great, or because you deserve mm. it, it's, it's because, it's just because of like the goodness of God, and so that is, I'm always gra- grateful for that, so I think yes, that just exactly. transpires in other areas of my life, it's like, I just don't think, like you serving me at a restaurant, you could absolutely just drop my food off and walk away, but like you don't owe me anything per se you don't own the restaurant you're just working there you're just getting paid a wage but mm. the, fact that, the fact that you actually take the time to say hello to tell me about the menu yes. to, to educate yourself so you can share that knowledge with me like I think that is worth being thankful for being yeah. grateful for because I've been to restaurants where people don't care do you know what I mean like yeah, completely so, and yeah, it, and it, just it think, changes
0: your whole experience right like the food isn't yeah. As tasty you yeah. don't enjoy your conversation as much because there's this hostile environment yeah
1: yeah um, so I just think with everything there's like I'm personally quite like a, like I'll be very I'll, like to be like I'm so thankful I'm so glad like I'm so so appreciative of the fact that you're doing this or whatever so um I just always want my customers to feel like that like you don't have to spend your money with me like you can absolutely go spend it anywhere else yeah. you've chosen to spend it with me like how can I not be grateful for that
0: totally. so like you're
1: saying if I have another business um where I make resin jewelry and it's not it's just like a little fun thing it's more of a, of a way to like release my creative energy I was gonna say get get a bit crafty with the hand yeah yeah There's so I'm wearing some like, of my earrings at the moment oh gorgeous oh I love them if is it them? like sort of a half sun yeah yeah yeah. So like I, um, one of the things that I do with every order is that it comes with a free pair of little studs <clears throat> and I just do that. Uh, there's a little um, card on it at the back that says, thank you so much for purchasing from Blank Canvas. I know you could have spent your money anywhere else, but you've chosen to spend with me. So here's a little gift to say thank you. I just think that we take for granted the fact that people don't have to do anything that they do for mm. us, whether it's our parents, our friends, our siblings, our partners, people don't have to, you and I don't have to do anything we do for anyone. Yeah, so, yeah. But we choose to do it because either we care or because they're human and we're like, you just you just do, you try to do the right thing. And so yes. whenever someone does that for me, I'm just like, well, of course I'm grateful. Like, yeah, you didn't have to. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: And, and that, that pays off, I think, as well, because, yeah. you know, if your customer receives that experience, they're likely, I'm sure to recommend you to a friend or yeah, to purchase absolutely. from you again and, and like you said yeah. there's, there's no qualms if they don't and they don't no. have to but yeah. I think I definitely think that goes a long way and that's the beautiful thing about small business I think when yeah. you shop from small businesses you always get that kind of personal touch because yeah the the business owner they care they want you yeah
1: to. absolutely when
0: it's sort of so detached employees can tend to not be as sort of um tied to the vision of, of the yeah. business in that way I, yeah, I, re- I really want I need to get myself a, a, a net I like I like the green the dark oh yeah yeah it's a good color
1: it's, a good it's, color. it's yeah. strong I love the color yeah. choices absolutely yeah. yeah well I really wanted it to be colors that look good in people's bathrooms because <laughs> like you know the shower parts you get like bright pink and like orange yes. i'm just like who actually disgusting
0: wants that in their bathroom <laughs> who wants so much,
1: especially in england where people tend to like buy a place and then renovate it it's not as mm. common at home like we tend to because we have a lot of new builds but here people buy mm. old places renovate it so then it'll be like they've put so much effort into it and then in the corner and it's just this this like catty old sponge yes yeah, skanky kind <laughs> yeah. of bit sponge yeah I'm trying yeah. to
0: think now what sponge I've got I've actually I've, I'm using a face uh, some sort of face sponge as a sponge right now because oh. I've okay i couldn't find a proper spun so i'm yeah. using this li- i know i need to get myself a bloody you yeah. do. we'll talk <laughs> afterwards about yeah. it oh, no. <laughs> you're not the person to confess my my terrible sponge <laughs> antics to
1: i love it no, no that's so good no we'll get we'll get your green, a nice yeah, green yeah, one yeah yeah we'll get we'll get a green one we'll get it yeah. sorted
0: I wonder if you've taken inspiration from anyone along the way what what kind of inspired you to to just do it and to start your business and yeah if there's anyone that you feel is worth sort of looking into or yeah who who your greatest inspirations Um, were?
1: For me my biggest inspiration is just my parents and it sounds really cliche but like I think it's like it's a bit of a long story, my parents' upbringing and stuff. But essentially, they have worked really, really hard to get to where they are. They've sacrificed so much um, for myself and my sisters. So they lived for quite a few years in Norway, where Dad did his master. So me and Lucy, my little sister, were born in Norway, and then they moved to Australia. And then um, our youngest sister, Alexis, was born there. So they spent so many years away from their family back in Ghana. So I remember when I was seven, we went to Ghana for the first time. And there's this image that I can't get out of my head since seven years old. And I don't remember anything else from seven years old. But I remember when we landed at the airport, um, my dad's little sister by auntie Foster I came running in the airport, and she like she threw herself at my dad. I remember my dad grabbing her and spinning her around. Oh, I know it God. makes me just thinking about it. Yeah, it makes and me, it, And like my mom like seeing her mom again and I just I remember these images so so clearly and I it obviously meant nothing to me as a kid but now as an adult living away from my family i realized like the sacrifice my parents made so that me and my sisters could have the life that we have because mm-hmm. I don't think that we would have the opportunities that we have today if we'd grown up in Ghana like I'm not saying it's impossible because people have grown up in Ghana and done amazing things yeah but I do think life is a lot easier for me Lucy and Alexis because of the sacrifices mum and dad made, which was not seeing their family, their parents and their siblings for years and years and years so they could build a different life for their, themselves and their children. Mm-hmm. So to be completely honest, every time, like whenever I think about what I'm doing or where I want this to go or anytime it gets a little bit, you know, you're like, yes. oh, I can't do this anymore. That's just I'm just like, are you kidding way. me, Yvonne? Are you joking? Your dad lived in a country that he didn't speak the language for, both of them. And they learnt another language so that they could finish school. And then they left their parents. Like they could have gone home after that, but they went to another country so that you and your sisters can have the life that you have. This isn't hard, babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, this is, this is fine, yeah. this is just fine, darling. This is just fine. This is not that hard. So yeah. I think you'll be fine. So I think for me, it is definitely my parents. Um, so my little sister Lucy actually has a very successful business in Australia. And she recently recorded a um, uh, what do you call it? Sort of like a get to know the founder sort of thing with another with a another company, and exactly the same thing. She's like my parents, like we can't like our parents have done so much for us. I know everyone's parents have done things for them, but yeah, for me, that's my that's what that, that's what drives me. Like there's um, just yeah.
0: I wonder if you feel the sacrifices that you mentioned do you mm. feel that is a, a part of the journey of success do you feel yourself now having to make any sacrifices in order to build your business
1: mm. um yeah I guess I mean I think sacrifice is relative <laughs> in fact like my, if I told my parents that oh you know I had to make the sacrifice of not getting to go for coffee with friends <laughs> because I really needed to finish the business plan for net they'd be like mm. Yes, I'm sure <laughs> that's very I would be like,
0: difficult, Yvonne.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yvonne, That's not that big a deal. So yeah, of course, I think mean, with everything, everyone makes sacrifices, and you you have to make some sort of sacrifice. You know, like during the first the first um lockdown when um we like when lockdown all started in England, it was so easy. Like me and my husband just watched so much TV, ate so much food. Obviously, worked, but it was easy we did nothing (laughs) now now in this second lockdown because net has blown up all my free time is on net I'm like Mm. first lockdown was so easy but that's a sacrifice you make like you need to put as much time and effort into your business to grow it as you can so um but then I'm like is that really a sacrifice because imagine if like the British government hadn't had furlough like I wouldn't have the pleasure of being able to work on my business while still being paid like yeah, is it a I mean, sacrifice? Really, I know. Hard? I'm, I'm so it's really, hard to say. Is, but yeah. yeah, there is there's always sacrifice. I do think that, like, I, I definitely could have used that money for something else. So it's, just, I it someone it was a sacrifice I made. But
0: it's relative sacrifice, as <laughs> Very you say. Much. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's incredibly humble of you, and you know, it's it's in, incredibly kind of self aware of you to recognize the privileges that that you do yeah. have, and that you know, perhaps we as a collective, have, you know, mm. being, you know, me, a British citizen, you know, and like you say, yeah. I was also on furlough for some time, and I used that time to start this podcast as well. Yeah, brilliant, do love it. I a lot it. of brainstorming and just doing some <clears throat> projects that, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to just get my hands stick my hands into so yeah, yeah. I, def- I definitely get you but it's the same with me like yeah two immigrant parents and when I when I actually it's only as an adult that you start to realize like, yeah oh my gosh Whoa, yeah. what <clears throat> did they actually go through in order to oh, no. like you say create create these lives for us and you know obviously for them to some degree as well because yeah you know my mum and dad came before I existed so it kind yeah of <laughs> <for> <laughs> But but totally, you, you <laughs> recognise that. I think I think yeah. That's incredible. yeah. I wonder what advice you would have for people listening to this, wanting to start a product based business. Anything you've learned in your sort of couple of years of running? Maybe some stuff that you'd go back and <laughs> change. How do you start yeah.
1: Yeah. I think definitely. Um, <clears throat> I was actually writing an interview this afternoon. I think one of the big things. Um, I always say when people ask this question is just start like I hear a lot of people say oh I, I want to start but you know I'm a bit of a perfectionist so I'm just struggling to like be happy with what I've created I'm allergic I'm like,
0: to that word sweetheart now.
1: like yeah I'm like there's, there's not a badge of honor firstly <laughs> Secondly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, being a perfectionist is, is is a completely unreachable goal because nothing is perfect so so if you're waiting for the things to be perfect before you start then just throw in the towel now because it's never going to get to that point wait to your deathbed honey yeah instead work towards excellence so i'm always like do the best you can now is it excellent for now yeah could it be better Mm. always i think things can always be better but are you like have you put a hundred percent into what it is that you're about Mm. to present and if you have Just put it out there. Put it out there. And as time goes, you can develop it and it can be better. When I started NET, I had, you can, like, if you scroll down far enough on my Instagram, you'll see my first packaging. I hated it. But what it actually is- Did you hate it at the time? I wasn't happy with it, no. okay, But I knew that it was what I could afford. Mm. It didn't look awful. It just didn't look good either. Okay. um, And- yeah, there was also, like, logistics. it made my package, it made my postage increase in price and all that sort of stuff. So I knew it wasn't the best option, but it was what yeah. I could afford. The, the bags that I have now, I couldn't aff- I, have. I had you to wait until my them. mother-in-law did that big order. Oh, and then all of a sudden yeah, I had money to make those, yeah. <laughs> hey mother-in-law. Yeah, get those brownie points in, girl. Yeah. I see what you're doing. <laughs> no, doing so, like, I... I, but I didn't, like, even my website, I wasn't super happy with it. My husband fixed it a few months later for me. But it was the best that I could do because I am not a creative. <laughs> like, I'm not a creative. I studied accounting and finance. My, I'm a numbers person. Like, wow. that's what I do well. That's, I'm, 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 a, I'm into logistics. I can You give me an idea, I can make it happen. The creative oh. side of it, it is just not me. Like, I'm not yes. great at it. So what I put out there wasn't the best thing in the world. But it was enough to get the ball rolling. You have to mm-hmm. start to like build momentum, don't you? Totally. So and then I'm you like, can
0: iterate. And, and yeah, like you say, yeah, the process. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And so I'm like, my biggest advice is stop waiting for it to be perfect, to put it out because it's never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Put out what you've done, but work towards excellence always. Is yes. this the best that I can do with, what, with the resources that I have right now, whether it's time or money or... Whatever it is, but is this the best that I can do with what I have? Is this excellent? And if it is, put it out there. And as you go, as you get more money, as you get more experience, as you make more contacts, you can... Make it
0: better. You can, yeah, and I think that's so huge as well. That's what I'm realizing is that I think we all think that everyone is a one man band and they've made this incredible product or podcast Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be, whatever project you're working on, all by themselves. But actually, they probably, you know, came up with the seed themselves. But also, I've got experience from the startup world, and you know, I saw Mm. the company that I worked at grow from know 20 employees to 200 and Mm. what you see is that you know the idea great incredible you know all kudos to the founders for for coming Mm. up with that but in order for something to really you know get some wheels on it and become what you know all of the um successful and you know products that we um that we admire it needs a team it needs it needs support and and you pay people to do that you, you yeah. get you know your PR yeah. and your marketing and yeah. whatever else what what's that process like like as you start to outsource certain things do you feel like because I imagine like your business is your baby so you're almost letting other people look after your baby is that yeah. How have you managed that? Is that easy? Have you found it difficult? Um, you said you employed someone recently. For
1: me, it's not too hard. I love delegating. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. have to do it. Great. Yeah, but, um, yeah. so I don't find, I don't mind it. As long as I, I always feel like you, you have to set the people up to win, right? So I don't want to, like with um, Helena helping me with my admin, I won't just hand it over to her and be like, go for go for broke you know because she probably will go broke because she's yes. doing this for the first time like I bet I'm still learning about the business so of course she's how going can for you business. expect yeah. yeah so I I'm very much about like walking alongside people training them making sure they 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 fully grasp what it is that they're doing um and then once they're there I'm like see ya yeah <laughs> out <laughs> I love that. Um, and again it's like with the with the um PR and I've um, just hired an accountant um it, it is a lot of like getting to know the person do I feel like I gel with them am I happy like do I can I talk to them easily um and if I feel like comfortable then I'm like you know what let's just give it a go like totally. you I've got trust. nothing to lose do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you have to trust people at some point right yeah so um yeah if anything time it didn't work out we'll learn from it move on find something else but for me this is the first time I'm doing this so every I'm just going to have to trust that people who have done this more than me actually do know what they're doing um and also it's like using the networks that you have like you don't have to do this journey on your own if you do this journey on your own you're choosing to do it because I didn't grow up in England but I think I've made more friends in the small business community than probably all my friends (laughs) I've made in Australia for the 21 years I lived there Yes. Because I'm, like, I'm willing to talk to people and ask them the questions. And people are so, so willing to help. Mm. Like, I've learned so much from Lucy recently. I've learned heaps from a girl called Gemma um, from Lunier. I've learned so much from a girl called Isabel Pearl from Pearl Cosmetics. Like, there are so many people that I've just become friends with and asked questions who have f- freely given me advice and help. Wow. Just because like I asked, like, I just think if you're doing this on your own or if you're struggling to do this, it's because you, you're choosing to do that it's because true. there are people out there who are willing to help you. Like every Sunday I do a live broadcast for our church, me and my husband. And so for me, speaking on Instagram stories and stuff, isn't a big deal at all. Like I do, I do it live and like <laughs> we get quite a few viewers <laughs> if I mess up there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm used to being like, whatever. It's just, it's, it's not a big deal sort of thing. So I have no problems jumping on Instagram live and just chatting to someone. So I put out a post today that if you're a small business and you're not comfortable with it and you'd love to get on because you know that people need to see your face and stuff, just DM me and I'll interview you on an Insta live. People want to help people. But you you just have to you just have to take the opportunity. You so have I don't to take the opportunity. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and okay so if I'm a small business owner and I'm listening to this I'm like okay I've got one person on my side I can I can reach out to you You can also Always. reach out to me by the way. I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'm not a small business owner but if I can help <laughs> with anything podcasty I will. And how how else do you actually do that? Are you part of a community? Or do you literally just DM the owner of Pearl or whatever yeah. else it is?
1: Yep, that's exactly what I do. Slide I into slide the DMs. Into people's DMs. That that. Exactly what I do. And I send voice notes. I love sending voice notes because I'm just like, it's a bit more personal. Sometimes I'll actually send a video. <laughs> like I'll be Amazing. like, oh, I'm just sending a big video. But I just like, I just always think like, I would be so like, oh, how sweet that she sent me a video. How cool we can, like I know who I'm talking to now. So I always think like, we're, we're all human, so there there are certain things that are, like, common among Universal, all of us. Universal,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So if you like, like, something like, if you like that personal touch of a voice note or of a quick video, it's very likely people also like that. And you know what? If they don't, whatever. <laughs> they they yeah, never talk you to you again. Crying. What have I lost? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you get a nice sigh. <laughs> so, you forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. I, like, I used to be really self-conscious about it. Um but I'm just like, you know what, what I'm just going to do what I would, I would like if someone else did for me. Right. And if it's not them, that's fine. They won't, rep- I don't know them. It's no skin off my nose. I think that's the right saying. Um, yeah. But if it works, look at the beautiful friendships that have blossomed out of just sliding into oh. people's DMs, sending voice notes, asking for advice, just totally. cheering someone else on whatever I'm- it is.
0: Yeah, and you create a community as part Mm -hmm. of that, and like you say, then you're able to bounce ideas off each other and help each other grow each other's business. And also, like something that I've realized as well, and I need to do this more in the podcast community. Actually, I feel like I need to start reaching out to you. You've inspired me today, thank you. Oh, (laughs) good! Yeah, I'm gonna do that because sometimes I do feel a bit alone as a podcaster I'm like oh like yeah. how do I actually grow this and mm. yeah and and to be honest I haven't massively because I think the podcasts that I've always listened to are like the really big ones like yeah burn cotton and mm, you know yeah, like, yeah. Like, how I built this but yeah actually, love that one yeah <laughs> yeah that's perfect for business right yeah um so
1: but that, yeah, I'm going to do that. Thank you. Yeah. And I always think, like, everything starts small. We always, we look at people and we're like, oh, my gosh, look what they feel. But, like, like the girl from Spanx, billion dollar empire now. But she literally started, like, with, like, a few, just a few that she could get made in the factory. Like, yes. everything starts small. Like. We we just need to realize that it t- it has to start small. Yeah, to yeah, rise. yeah, yeah,
0: for it's it perfect. to grow. It, <laughs> but- yeah, it's true. It's like this. It's so true. We, it's so weird, isn't it? That we mm. we see these people, and we see it. I think, and this is actually a good piece of advice that I was taught that you should mm. always take advice from people that are one step ahead of you mm. because if you're just looking at people who are 50 steps ahead of you, yeah. of course it's going to feel it's unrealistic, impossible. Yeah. Cause you're like, yeah. you know, you're, so, there's so too much distance, but yeah. if you're just like, okay, you're one step ahead. Yeah. How did you get there? And then you. Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. If you look at, if you look too far ahead, sometimes it can just be so daunting. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah it's just one step ahead so sometimes it's just your peers or those who are just a little bit ahead of you that you need yeah, um, that you want to little chat
0: bit to holding <laughs> and yeah, yeah like and yeah. it's nicer because you get to grow together and you see each other do yeah. that yeah absolutely there's no, there's no fun in kind of winning alone anyway no. so no. you want to be part always of, better with people yeah, yeah. for sure Love yeah that. is there anything else that you want to share about your kind of Passion, process, I call it.
1: Yeah, anything else that... Um, um I think probably the only the thing that I'd love to say is like the whole idea that um, people always think, oh, it's just, it's just about like succeeding in the business and stuff. But I'm always like, at the end of the day, like people are more important. Like your relationships are so important. The people who... There's no point getting to the end and having no one to celebrate with. So... Like it is finding that it's really important to find that balance. Like there will be times in your business where you feel like you have to put everything into it. You've got no time for anyone else, but like your, your business success will not keep you warm at night, <laughs> like, mm. you know, like it won't be there for as a shoulder for you to cry on, or yes. it won't be there to celebrate with you. Mm-hmm. None of that. Like people are the most important thing. So as you grow and as your business grows and stuff, just remember at the forefront of of it all like it's, it's, people are so your, much more important than yeah your relationships are the most important things I um I, one of the questions I answered today in this um this interview was what is your I what is your definition of success and obviously like first comes to mind like oh if my business like got sold for this much or yeah. if I finally did and then I was like no one well, you know better than this like it doesn't matter all that could happen and if at the end of the day, like your marriage didn't work out because you were so focused on your business or um, mm. you and your siblings who like your best friends don't have a relationship anymore because you were so focused on your business. Was it even worth it? Mm. Um, so yeah, just always finding that balance and realize people, people are more important than anything else. um and making that a priority and trying to find the balance while you build your business is great but
0: and and practically like do you have any tips for that like maybe you schedule time in with your friends on a frequent basis because I've struggled with that hugely I Mm -hmm. think um you know as I'm I'm in my early 20s right so I graduated from uni I got straight Mm -hmm. into the working world I did pretty well I was getting promotions and and my work really became my life like yeah and yeah, I fell into that trap totally. Like I, I didn't see my my friends outside of like all of my friends were my work friends because we were all yeah. in this like really exciting bubble together. And yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. And and I think you get so wrapped up in that and lost in it and you forget, you forget mm-hmm. about, you know, everyone else because you're just you're so consumed by this thing and it's exciting and it's growing and you know, you're developing and and, and I think, you know, for people starting out, it would be good to know maybe some practical ways of, you know, how do you actually make that happen? Like,
1: mm.
0: how do you not get lost in it all?
1: Yeah. Well, um, like I said, I'm a super organized person. But first, I think first things first, you have to be really intentional. You have to decide that this is what is most important to me. Relationships over any amount of money that I can make, over any success I can have more than anything what's important to me is the people in my life the people that um, I call my closest friends my partner my siblings my family whatever mm-hmm. you make that decision first that's the that's the choice that you're going to make they will always be more important than the money or mm-hmm. <laughs> the success right yes. um, and then after that it's just being intentional about it like my husband and I will often um, at the beginning of the at the end of the month beginning of the month whatever you know you know when you get paid so we'll do our budget and we'll look at where's the money going and what what pot is that going into Where's are such going? an organized couple
0: i love it <laughs> it's like couple goals. i, just, yeah, sometimes. I your relationship
1: <laughs> yeah, we do yeah, have yeah. a great relationship he's yeah. the best oh. um but yeah we'll decide on what we're what we're we're spending on and Everything we do is, is um, we try to encompass around the fact that we love people. So we we will, we have a part in our set, in our thing for just being able to be generous and bless people, um, so that we're remembering all the time, like, um, like our money is a, it's an opportunity for us to give, like to gift other people things. It's like we we're grateful that we've got it, so let's let's share that gratitude along or we'll look at our calendar and we'll be like, okay, so of these four weeks, let's make sure we see this couple, like our three closest friends, at least once, once a month or something. And so we'll text them all on that same day. Amazing, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, are you, yeah, are you free for this weekend? Are you free for this weekend? Are you free for this weekend? We found a great new cafe, let's all meet for brunch, And we'll make plans straight Incredible. away because like, that is our priority is yes. people yeah relationships are more important than anything else so we just try to be really intentional we know what we what what's important to us so Mm. that's the foundation of everything and then we build up on that um and I always think like when net blew up like there were just so many people for me to call and celebrate with like so many and I was just like oh my goodness like it's it's just so much more exciting because I have people to celebrate with like my best friend um two of my best friends on separate occasions took me out to celebrate one because obviously everything was closed because of lockdown we went to a park she bought my favorite bottle of prosecco like what another friend brought me flowers and I'm like this is what it's about like it's all great that that's blown up but imagine if I had no one to celebrate it with totally so um yeah just I think you need to find what's important to you make that make sure that you know that this is what's important to you and then make that a priority so we might only do that once a month like just that when we sort out all of our finances and stuff at the end of each month or beginning of each month, then we'll also sort out our calendar because obviously if we're going to see people that we're going to have to spend money on it. <laughs> yes. like They just go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So we know what's important to us and we make that a priority and we figure it out. And then around that, I know we've got work and we've got stuff for net and um, then that we That's need to make time nice. for ourselves and stuff. So then you just, you just schedule all that in like, it's not just going to, happen because you want just, it to happen yes. you have to be intentional about things like this so Wonderful. if you know what your priority is then that's so that's why businesses have um vision statements so they know what direction they're working and i think yeah. as, a, as a family or as a couple or as even just as a individual you can have a vision statement for your life you know mm-hmm. like you can have a mission for your life yeah oh but uh, we girl, don't think to do that I've got, do you know I mean? good, <laughs> I've got some good journaling prompts for tonight i'm gonna yeah. uh,
0: What's my vision? What's my mission? Yeah, Yeah, I love it. And then
1: it it just makes it so much easier to make decisions if you know where you're headed, right? Once you've got a vision, it's really easy to, like, you know straight away, like, I know for net, net is always meant to be, like, the net's always meant to be aesthetically pleasing, right? So if someone tells me, hey, babe, you should add fluoro pink to your collection, I'm like, hell no, because the vision (laughs) for net (laughs) is that it's aesthetically pleasing. And I don't find that aesthetically pleasing. I can't lie, girl. I... I'd love a bit of fluoro pink. I, I know some people would love it, but for me, I'm like, I know my vision for that. So like, it's very clear. No, it's, it's very less, clear, yeah.
0: It's, it's elegant. It's, yes. it's classy. Yeah.
1: It's I not... mean, my dream is Harrods. Oh. Does Har- Can I see Harrods, fluoro pink in Harrods? Mm. No. So um, we, don't, we just don't go there, right? <laughs> so, it's not that it can't be there or someone else couldn't do it. Yeah, you can so do that, honey. Yeah, the vision for mine, and so I think that's the case with our lives in general. Is that you? The same way you build your you, your podcast, you know exactly what you're looking for. You know the sort of people you're looking for because mm. you have a clear vision for the Passion Podcast. You have such a clear vision for it. Yeah. So I don't understand why, for the same thing with our lives, we can't have a clear vision for for what we're meant to be doing, and, where we're heading, where we're headed. Yeah. I mean, that's, because it's easy to say no. To going raving on a Thursday night when that has it doesn't it doesn't serve the vision or the purpose that you're working towards. Oh, this you is, know? is such so. a life lesson for me
0: <laughs> because I struggle a lot. Because I think as well, you know, I keep going back to this, but I do think and and I'm sure you'll agree that like the twenties is that kind of exploratory phase yeah, to some degree, and absolutely. I feel really in that right now. Like you know, I yeah. was I was on this path and. You know that path ended and now i'm just like kind of figuring it all out and you yeah know, i guess i'm quite open at the minute and i'm mm. i'm like oh you know uh, do i go for this brunch like i was walking along the street yesterday and one of my friends like pulled over and it was like oh do you want to come like get some dinner and i was like mm. oh like I, I could come get some dinner and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and then i was confused i was like do i get some dinner but then i was like well no actually it doesn't fit my vision because my vision was actually today. I needed to get some work done, and mm, I had. There to- you go. Yes. there you go yes. it made
1: the it made it, the decision so obvious like obvious. yeah I could but I know exactly what I need to achieve tomorrow yeah and this doesn't serve me achieving that me tomorrow achieving that <laughs> and, and I'm gonna feel yeah. rubbish really yeah and yeah, yeah that's that's so hard and I'm not saying there's no room for flexibility because obviously life is uncertain
0: mm, you can't yes. choose.
1: and again like that whole thing you said about well I'm in my 20s absolutely like there's a time where you're just trying to figure things out and so I'm not saying that you have to have this hard black and white like this is what we do and this is only what we do. like it's <laughs> our yeah. nice vision for our life has like sort of like evolved over the 10 yes. years we've been together I mean so like it's not like
0: the yeah, last we've, year we've, right that for yeah,
1: has for changed us. a little bit and everything like there is some fluidness some flexibility and stuff but in general we know what's important to us we know where we're headed we know what legacy we want to leave mm. we know what what direction we want to move in um which makes it easier to say yes and no to certain things in our life um and I think you you do you know that with your podcast and people know that with their business and mm. um like it, as a result, you, you see that in everything. Like you see that in branding, like Apple, you see their branding has a clear vision to it. All oh, Apple branding yes. is Apple branding. Like yes, can, Without sweet. the logo, yeah, you could probably still tell that was Apple branding because they have a really clear vision on what their branding looks mm. like. I just think we could apply that same sort of thing to our lives as well. Like when I was finished uni, I was like, by 30, I am going to be a director of sales and marketing in a luxury five-star hotel somewhere in the world everything I did was working towards that Like wow. you couldn't you couldn't tell me to go and do that because that would be better for my career because no I know where I'm heading totally. and even though that changed when we moved to England and stuff I, like it's the fact that during that time I knew exactly where I was going and what mm. I was um, working towards um, obviously there's flexibility because I ended up in England yeah. <laughs> i not working in corporate anymore but it's just nice to know I think it's, it's always really healthy to have to know where you're headed and what to you want those. out of it yeah yeah sure and even yeah i think that's a nice message as well
0: like that can be because sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming to have like a life plan you know yeah you know but if you could just even just six months or one year you know then then you're at least working to something in the short term Yeah. Um, yeah totally love yeah thank you so much for sharing no you're so welcome thank you before we wrap up I just have a little lightning round for you okay quick quick, quick fire whatever comes to your head first okay okay? so um a book that changed your life
1: oh oh um the five love languages oh that yes that's good what what are yours um uh, oh my goodness! Why am I having a mind blank for <laughs> gifts? Gifts Ooh, <laughs> and girl, quality the net, time. The net. Yeah. Oh, I'm very time. much on gifts and quality time. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Izzy, take notes. Um, <laughs> a snack which lights you up. Oh, popcorn and red wine. Well, it's together? from Scandal. Yeah. Have you ever seen Scandal? No. Uh, Olivia. Okay. It's one of um Sh- Sh- Shonda Rhymes. like lady who did like um what do you call it? Bridgerton oh. uh what else did she do Grey's Anatomy okay. how to get away with m- murder one okay. of her first ones a scandal and the lady is like basically a fixer so she comes into the White House and she fixes all the scandals that happened there and stuff she's Ooh. amazing but she's so classy and at the end of the night she always has like the most beautiful like this gorgeous red wine glass <gasps> and a bowl of popcorn and then Ever since then, I've always been like, red wine and popcorn, that is my Yes. Scene. But yes. I do love like popcorn anyway. I love the cinema. So anytime I go to the cinemas, I've got popcorn. Yeah, But I love the red popcorn. wine together.
0: Do you have a, a mm. flavour?
1: And it- butter. Butter, yeah. Yum. Yeah. Yum. It's normal in Australia to always get buttered popcorn. When I moved here, I realised they only did salted and sweet oh, in the cinemas.
0: I think I'm yes. thinking of toffee. Wait, oh, no, butter. no, Butter, yes. What do you mean?
1: Like buttered popcorn. Oh. <gasps> What like butter poured on popcorn? Well, yeah, it, that's the flavour, but it, it's not real butter poured on oh, <laughs> but it. Yeah, am salivating. It's so good! It's so good! It and I came to England, I came to Europe, and I was like, what, not "What do you mean? I can only choose between salty and sweet? I, I don't think, eat sweet popcorn."
0: I'm thinking of that red brand. It's like—is it called Butter Kissed Toffee Popcorn? Oh yes, yes, I know. Yes, is that
1: a no. popcorn? No, it's not.
0: No. Okay, next time yes, you go to yeah. Oz, I'm gonna get you to bring me back some Yeah, You need popcorn. just buttered popcorn. Oh, it's so good, so
1: okay. good. Sorry, this is meant to be quick yeah. yeah. fire. Yeah, no, I'm no, no, like, oh, it's oh, amazing. <laughs> a, a movie that sparks joy. Um, sound of music. Oh, yeah, a
0: little bit of a I sing love it. song. Yeah. I love it. Love that. Yeah. And, and your happy place.
1: Um, probably at home. I'm a real homebody. This last year year's love served being at well. home. Yes. Well, actually, before that, I didn't realise how much I loved home. I was always out, always busy, always doing something. And then this last year, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I've missed out. Home's the best place to be. (laughs)
0: Home is where your heart
1: is. Home. It really is. It really is. Awesome.
0: And um, this is something that I introduced in series two, but I'd love for you to take something away from this podcast. So essentially you mentioned it earlier about how important kind of accountability is. And Mm -hmm. so I'd love for you to make a little passion pledge to yourself, something that you're gonna kind of uphold for yourself um, to to get cracking with. Maybe it's a new project you wanna get stuck into or something- Oh gosh, yeah. Or yes.
1: Okay, so is there a special line that I must say? No. I just, oh I that would be good my passion like, pledge. my passion pledge
0: yeah too. oh good yeah like you're joining some kind yeah. of movement yeah well I
1: actually have a new project in mind and I think it would be amazing but I have I've kept putting it off to start it so I pledge to start it at least do the draft and pitch it to my best friend who actually want to help me with it by the end of the month.
0: Do you want to share <gasps> any anything about um, the project or is it
1: is it like a it's, top secret? It's, it's a top secret at the moment, but you know what? Maybe in a year's time when I launch it, I could launch it on the web on your podcast. <laughs> That is such a shout. Yes, we'll, we'll circle round.
0: Boom! Yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with your project. And of Thank course you so much. with Net. And where can people find Net and you and all of yeah. the things that you're doing? Where can people Yeah, so with you, you can
1: find Net on at MyNetX, so M-Y-N-E-T-T-E-S, which is on Instagram, um, on the website www.mynetx.com um and you can find me on instagram at that girl yvonne um unfortunately i am private so you do have to request it <laughs> but you can still find me yeah amazing <laughs> um, yeah
0: so there wonderful thank you yeah. so much for coming on the passion podcast no, thank your you story. For having me. and it was so amazing to speak with you and oh, yeah, I thank wish you so much all of the luck with your future endeavors thank you so much we'll chat soon i'm sure I absolutely loved connecting with Yvonne and I really hope that you found that conversation helpful and useful. I know that those of you out there who are listening who maybe are thinking about starting a product-based business or already have a product-based business, some of those marketing and PR tips will be really useful for you. And for me, it was just really great to listen to the way she views things and especially around creating that vision statement for your life. That's something that I definitely am going to implement um, and, and work towards because I think it's so important to know where you're heading, right? Because um, that means that you're able to kind of plan effectively for whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life. So we have our final episode of series two next week with my lovely mentor, Rupert. And that one is going to be amazing. We speak about mentorship. We even get into existential conversations. um, And yeah, we work a few things out through that podcast. So it's a really good one do tune in next week as well and if you haven't listened to the backlog go back and have a little listen to any that tickle your fancy there's quite a few to choose from so yeah have a little flick through and see what you fancy thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week bye